Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. If I told you, you wouldn't believe me. Try me. All right. My friends and I are from the year 3000. We're trying to recapture a gang of mutants that escaped through time and take them back with us. Ay 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Today on the Power Hour, episode 127, Ranger Nation interview, Aaron Cahill, recorded on October 15th, 2018. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger Up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as B 47 And I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. Today, we are interviewing Aaron Cahill, best known in Ranger Nation as Time Force Pink Ranger, Jen Scotts. She has starred in numerous television shows, such as How I Met Your Mother as Ted Mosby's sister, Heather, in Saving Grace as Kendra Burke, and many more. She's also noted to play the first lead female character for the Call of Duty franchise as Chloe Karma Lynch in Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Welcome to Ranger Command Power Hour, Aaron. Thank you. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just totally put on my, like, my radio voice. I was like, thank you. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Oh, we're just super excited to have you on the show today. And I just want to give a special shout out thanks to Karen She for organizing this whole thing and, and for you for having time in your schedule to talk with us today. So thank you very much. Aw, oh, thanks, guys. And yeah, I want to, you beat me to the punch with Karen because she, <laughs> I just, I tell her personally and professionally, I do not know what I would do without her. She's the reason that. You know, we are all connected, like my fans and I, and I'm just so thankful. And, and I personally, she's like really, really become like family. So I love you, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jen Scott's Time Force Power Rangers. <laughs> so when did you first actually hear about Power Rangers? Was it during the casting process? Were you familiar with it at all before you were cast in Time Force? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, being a ranger is like really not like being a ranger is being part of of history, not just American history, but world history. So I definitely knew what they were and and was honored and excited to to be part. Still am still still, you know, love my fans so much. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's kind of crazy. You know, the 25th anniversary is this year of the entire franchise and we'll talk about it later in the show, but even this year, your character of Jen Scotts has become super involved in the 25th anniversary. Yeah, it's amazing. Jen's back. <laughs> <laughs> and we're totally glad that she is. So I just want to talk a little bit about your time on the show. When you were cast as Jen, as an actor, did you come up with a story for Jen to give you inspiration for your character? Did the producers give you a backstory? What was your motivation for Jen? Because having met you, you're such an amazing and, and wonderful and kind person. 
And Jen is, is nice and all that, but she definitely has like a really hard edge as a leader. So maybe tell me a little bit about how you came up with that process of developing Jen's personality. Well, first of all, thank you for the sweet compliment. It's so funny when I got asked to do the podcast, because sometimes, you know how it is when you get like a bunch of emails in a day and you're like, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. again, I just trust Karen so much. I was like, yes. yeah. Oh my gosh. If you think it's a good one, let's do it. And then when I got the email with the questions and everything, I saw your picture and I was like, oh, I know Eric. <laughs> <laughs> And so, hi, nice to talk to you, by the way. Um, but I did. I totally meant to email back and be like, oh, my God, tell me I said hi, yay. Um, <laughs> but as far as, as far as my character, you know, it's funny. They really told me who she was. She's strong. Mm-hmm. She's independent. She's powerful. She's, you know, we're going to do something we've never done. We're going to kill the Red Ranger in the beginning of the season, you know. I, I was definitely told about that. But as far as little nuances, those, those were my choice and those were things I very luckily got to play with and experiment with and it was so fun creating Jen it was so fun because she's so different than me I mean you met me I'm Mm -hmm. a total goofball (laughs) I love people I'm a big hugger and you know Jen hardly smiled for the first few episodes yeah so it it was is very very different than me but still to this day she's she's one of the most my favorite characters I've ever played certainly the most iconic you know and Mm -hmm. I just love her so much well, first, thanks for remembering me because I met you at LexCon in 2013 was the first time that I met you. And I was in the Silver Guardian costume. Yeah. Yeah. And right away, you were just like, oh, my God, I got to take a picture and send this to Dan. <laughs> oh, daddy boy. <laughs> but when I told my wife that I was doing this interview, she's recently getting into just watching Power Rangers with me. And when I said that I got this interview, she was like, oh my gosh, we, we got to watch Time Force. So yeah, she was just watching the show just to see who you were and, and what your character played. And she said, well, you said that Aaron's so nice before, but Jen is, is a real bad ass. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, thanks, by the way, for telling the missus, because, you know, our husbands and wives get like the real deal. So if you said that, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Yes. So our next question comes from a Morphin Legacy. And he said, as a woman playing to young women, girls, ladies all over the world, what would you say was your proudest moment playing Jen? I would, first of all, I just want to address the inherent statement in that question. That is that she was a strong woman and a role model for young women. Well, at least that's what I implied from it. But it's also because I've been told, I've been told that a number of times by different <laughs> women and and girls. And I want to say, and I'll never stop saying what an absolute privilege and honor and gift it was to play such a strong female character. And and mm-hmm. every fan who's come up or written me and been like, I went to college because of Jen. I became an architect. I, you know, I have so many stories of, um, or I used to get bullied and then I didn't take it anymore. And I just have to say to every fan who's ever come up to me or written me or posted, I read them. I know you, I see you and I'm thankful for you. And as far as my favorite moment about like being a badass can i say yeah you Um, can (laughs) (laughs) i like to do it first and then ask permission my dad taught me that one (laughs) as far as being like a bad strong woman you know good bad uh my favorite thing was being the first female leader that is something that it left an indelible mark on me and an indelible mark on the fans and on you know the ranger legacy it really Mm -hmm. kind of changed the course of ranger history and and i'm so grateful for that 
I'll never stop saying it. I say it in every interview. I'm like, I got to be the first female leader. And it really had a mark on who I became as a woman also. Yeah. Because I got to play her at, you know, I was like 20. And it was mm-hmm. the first real big thing I'd ever done. I'd done some a couple other fun things, but nothing like this, nothing like Jen. And so to get to be such a strong leader and such a force at that age truly did help shape you know, who I am. That's incredible how you got as much out of the character as you know some of your fans as well that's pretty cool yeah totally it is it's really cool (laughs) (laughs) and i don't i definitely don't take it lightly actually that was one of our questions jeffrey hunter at it's jeff we he wanted to know what have you learned about yourself after having portrayed jen oh that's such a great question um you know, I really learned so many things. Did you, did you guys just hear my cabinet squeak, by the way? Um, a a little learned... bit. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I learned, like I just said, a lot of things. I was so young and impressionable when I was doing it. So it was, it was all kinds of things about portraying a woman this strong and portraying a leader and someone who had to overcome obstacles inside herself to become a leader. Mm-hmm. So to have that be truly one of my first big things in life. But one of my, you know, like I said, it just happened at a time in my life when I was being shaped as a woman. And so I'm just very, very, very thankful. And so Jen faced a lot of things with brutes, like mental and physical acuity. Mm-hmm. She just kind of came at it hard. And then she learned to soften up. And I was the inverse of that in my life. Mm-hmm. I used to not be as strong as I am. And I used to let people walk up on me and things like that. And so to get to play her really taught me to be stronger, to say what I'm thinking, to fight for what I believe in. And I talk about it in every interview also, but it really changed my life in that I started volunteering when I was doing Rangers Mm. because they brought Make-A-Wish to set. So I started working. We all did. We all did. The Rangers, like uh, Time for uh, our producers. (laughs) I'm just throwing out words. (laughs) Time Force, Power Rangers, our producers organized it. So we really got lucky enough to kind of be told we were going to work with Make-A-Wish. And then that was Mm -hmm. one of the best things that ever, ever happened to me. Because after that, I'm so passionate about volunteering. It's such a huge part of my life and what I think my life purpose is. And um, and that 1,000% started because of Power Rangers. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. That's really great. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. So our next question comes from Mike at Mr. Mike Canada. And he said, did you face any challenges or resistance while filming just because you were female? Did you lean on any previous Ranger actors when developing Jen's character or personality? And if you could only give one piece of advice to young aspiring female actors, what would it be? First of all, thank you for the great questions. Great questions. You guys, fans, you've asked great questions and you guys have picked great questions for me to answer. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, really, really well done, everybody. Yeah, no, I didn't. I think there's a certain level of, and I mean, this is a kind of politically charged question for me at this Mm -hmm. particular point in my life because of everything that's happening in politics in the world. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and whatever your stance is on that, I think a lot of women right now are feeling really marginalized and upset. So I'm sure in some respect there, I did face hardship as a woman just inherently because of our culture but Mm -hmm. i don't remember any especially on power rangers we were such a little family we were family i mean that's all i can say is and you know still to this day if you ask crew members if you happen to be able to meet any producers that worked on our season or crew members or stunt men they'll tell you we got lucky enough to be one of the seasons that was really really a family and continued to be so and i know that's not the case for hardly any 
seasons, actually. Like, Mm -hmm. we all still keep in touch. We genuinely love each other and text each other all the time. And so, no, I don't really remember being (laughs) having (laughs) because I was a a woman. But I had to get that political thing in there because I'm just all out. Like, right now, I'm like, sisters, you're heard. We love you. (laughs) Um, No, it's not okay what's happening. We love you. And then as far as shaping my character, really, that was, like, me and the producers. I got to say, I... I didn't meet any of the previous Rangers except for the season before me because we had the crossover episodes. So I only met them for one episode. So I really only ever met one pink Ranger my whole life. And her, she was very different. She, and she wasn't, her character wasn't the lead and was, was a different kind of character, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and since, but the irony is, as you guys know, and as I'm sure my fans know, ever since the show, I've gotten to meet and become actual, like I just said, sisters, actual sisters with some Rangers that were, you know, well before my time, like uh, Catherine Sutherland, Nakia Baris, and Karen Ashley, those women, I mean, obviously aside from my Debbie, who's, you know, my Debs, right. um, <laughs> like those women are my sisters, my confidants, my soul group, my heroes, my inspiration, my friends. I love those women, you know, we get together routinely. And, and then there's also other girls that I've become close with, like both Allison's and Ciara and Anna Hutchinson, so many amazing Ranger women that I've gotten mm-hmm. to become close with over time. That does not answer the question. That was just a ramble. So that's that. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) And then the last part of uh, Mike's question, advice to young aspiring women actors. Ooh, I love that question. Gosh, I would say not just women actors, but any actors out there. Mm -hmm. I think the most important thing is to find your voice as an artist and give that to whoever you're auditioning for and just to the world in general, because that's what everybody wants. They want authentically you, whoever you are. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, if you're listening out there, if you are very sweet and you have a high voice and you, you know, whatever, and that's you give that, you know what I mean? Not to, not for everything, take a character by character. Cause certainly Jen wasn't me, but I use pieces of myself and my strength and who I wanted to be to bring Jen to life. But mm-hmm. I couldn't care about what they wanted because right. they saw like 10,000 girls that year or something crazy. So I just had to go and just go, Ooh, here I am. Um, <laughs> so, so to anybody out there who's struggling for, and not even just actors, but anybody, any artist who is for hire or creating their own art, I would say just keep breaking down the walls inside yourself and focus on being your happiest and best self for yourself and then share that gift and voice. That's, that's, that's really great good. advice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it took, it took me a long time to learn to not try and be what they wanted yeah. and just do my best and know that what's, what's, oh, and this is another one I heard that I always say it to people because it like really, really changed my life. Maybe it's because I heard it at a moment I needed to. I was traveling in Ireland with my dad and we were in a candy shop in like somewhere near, anyway, whatever, just a tiny, you know, Ireland. So it could have been anywhere <laughs> tiny, um, but it was adorable and beautiful. And it was this candy shop that had been there for like 200 years and passed down from generation to generation. And the guy was like, so imagine a really good Irish brogue. I cannot do it. But he's like, <laughs> he's like, what's meant for you won't pass you, you know, like what's meant for you mm. in this life won't pass you if you just keep being the rock or keep being the running water it won't pass you wow that's really good advice too yes (laughs) (laughs) thanks guys i've got all kinds of uh (laughs) of expressions that i like to get myself through the day with i could just give you those for the next half hour (laughs) (laughs) whether you are the the light the candle or the mirror 
be a light or something like that. I don't know. Go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, it works. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit earlier, we talked about the 25th anniversary, and, and I want to focus on, on that now. Just the resurgence of Jen as a character, because over the past year, she's been in the Boom Studios comics. She's a playable character in, in the Legacy Wars game. And coolest thing of all, you got to reprise your role in Power Rangers Hyperforce. So our good friend Hassan Ahmed at Hassan Ahmed 120, he says, oh my God, Aaron's amazing. I love her. Oh, I love you too, Hassan Ahmed. <laughs> <laughs> he asked, how did it feel to come back and reprise the role of Jen for Hyperforce? And would you come back if there was a season two? Um, it's always scheduling dependent. I was so happy it worked out with my schedule this time because my filming schedule is all over the place, like, mm -hmm. but in a good way. And I love it. And I'm so thankful I'm like, these are, these are the problems I always wished for. Like, oh, challenges <laughs> of filming, you know? Um, yeah, so as far as, like, doing it in the future, I don't know. But coming back and getting to be Jen again, I didn't realize how big it was going to be or how, how well it was going to be received. I was mm -hmm. just like, oh, that'd be super fun. Yeah, yeah, count me in. And I hadn't been Jen in so many years. I was like, oh, can I even do it? Or, you know, and I just thought, oh, it'll be like a fun fan thing. But I didn't know how excited it would make everybody. And so I'm so thankful I got the opportunity. It's such a blast. Everybody over there is so great. I mean, how could you not love those guys? Like, right. oh, I just want to bite their faces. They're so good. <laughs> like, they're such good. Oh, my God. It was a blast. It was a real blast. And, and oh, it's not Saban now. It's um Hasbro. Hasbro, thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I have some friends over there at Hasbro who really, you know, made it happen and were behind it. And so I'm really thankful for, for the whole experience. And, and, and just like I said, the way it made people happy was the best thing for me. Our next question comes from uh, Steven Zarita. And he said, it was so great to see you come back in Hyperforce as a mentor to the New Rangers. And he wanted to know if you imparted any real-life wisdom or advice to the actors when you first met them. You know, I think actually a couple of them might have asked me. I don't really recall, but it sounds familiar. Like I did. I'm like, yeah, I think I did. I think I did. I did. What did I say? <laughs> um, and so I really feel like I did. Now I'm like, Aaron, why can't you remember? But but I'm sh I, they, they all did such a great job. And, and mm -hmm. they were so excited and, and like exactly how I was like, nervous and excited and doing this iconic thing and, and they did so well so i don't know if i gave them any advice if i did and they're listening can you tell me what it was and was it any good was it helpful <laughs> <laughs> well the whole hyperforce season went pretty well so I i'm guessing it worked <laughs> <laughs> okay good phew yeah <laughs> And the other, like, really huge thing for Jen as a character this year was the Shattered Grid yeah. comic book event. She was such a major role in the comic. And when you did find out that Jen would be such a big part of Shattered Grid, what were your thoughts on that when you first found out? What was that whole experience like? You know, I don't often know as much as I as I wish I did just about everything in general. But unlike those people that are jack of all trades, master of none, I, so I know bits and pieces about even the Power Ranger universe. And I don't know as much as a lot of other people. So I didn't know Shattered Grid. I mean, I'd heard of it. It sounded familiar. But like, I didn't know exactly what it was or what it was going to end up being. Mm -hmm. um, so it wasn't until the first comic book signing that I think Kyle might have reached out to me to do 
or the people at Saban at the time, Melissa Flores, by the way, if, Melissa, if you're, if you're listening, I love you. She's amazing. She went over to Hasbro with the show also. But anyway, they, they set that up and I, I didn't know how big it was until that day. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, this is a big deal. And I didn't know how big Jen was going to be in them because they don't have to check with us. It just kind of happens. Right. So I was very joyfully surprised at my character's involvement in Shattered Grid and then getting to do the reading. Yes. Yeah. That was wicked. Yeah, and that was what I was going to ask because for our listeners that may not know, if you don't, you're kind of living under a rock. But um, (laughs) at at Powermorphicon, Kyle Higgins and then Matt and Michael from Ranger Danger, they organized Shatter Grid Live. And what was that like to be part of one of the most successful events at the show? I was in the audience. The energy of that whole experience was just incredible just as a fan right it was so insane it was like i didn't realize again i I think i just think like oh yeah it'll be fun and then and then i find out i'm like oh wow cool and i also (laughs) personally i i was filming a movie in louisiana at the time so i'd taken a red eye and i hadn't slept and i'd gone directly from the airport literally changed in the car to morphicon so Mm -hmm. my brain was just like um So to walk in the room and see everybody, I was like, and everybody's phones and the recordings and then subsequently like people posting about it. And man, it was wicked. And then to have what you said, the energy in the room, holy Mm -hmm. moly, that was next level. That was, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, wow. It was pretty emotional, especially when David Fielding busted out Zordon's voice and Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so cool. But even speaking of how Morphicon, I was there, AP wasn't there, but I couldn't even approach your table because you had this gigantic line. I think literally on that day, it was second only to Jason David Frank. Your fans really love you. So what was that whole, I mean, you were there just for a day, right? Yeah, I was there for, I was supposed to only be there Saturday and I, my flight got in at like whatever, 10 a.m. So I really was there from like Saturday from, I don't remember, 11 or 1130 or something till I stayed as long as they would let me. And then I made a list and I did go back the next morning before I got on my flight so that I could get to as many people as I could. I got to almost my whole line. There were some people that in the end, I I just couldn't make it to, but um, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was. I mean, I got to everybody in the line, but I think at some point they cut the line off because they were like, she physically can't. Like, from the airport, directly to the thing, directly, like, signing as I'm walking off the table, being like, thanks for packing up, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I just love my fans, and I tried to see each and every one. And, yeah, thank you. My line was, yeah, it was really humbling. I'm so thankful to the fans that waited, the fans that waited there. It was so heartwarming, like beyond heartwarming. It was magic. And I just really love you guys and thank you. And yeah, it was amazing. Do you just have like in years of of going to conventions, have you ever had like any really standout or favorite encounters with some fans? I mean, so many. I, I remember... I have an amazing fan named Cassie. And when I first met her, I was just as excited to meet her as she was to meet me. And she started crying. I started crying, like, legitimately. And I'll never forget that because it was just a a beautiful moment. And, oh, my gosh, everybody that has my signature or my character tattooed on them hold a place in my heart. Mm -hmm. Still, I'm still, I'm shocked about it. Still. I'm still like, whoa. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, just so many things. Like I said, the, one of many stories that I was the first woman in my family to go to college, things like that. They all are in my heart and in my, my memory and in, and in my body too, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I, I hold on to that and I take that with me. So yeah, I feel like in every interaction is really special. I try to, even if I'm being rushed, even if they're like, Aaron, okay, make it faster. Cause you got to rush me. Like Quentin, who's a really, really dear friend of mine, who's often helps me at conventions. He's my handler. He knows you got to like kick my butt a little bit. Because otherwise, I'll just I'll just talk to everybody like for however long we strike conversation for. So, but I I hope too that conversely, every fan feels like they got good time and Mm -hmm. um, and that they got to know a little bit of me too. Yeah, because I've met you a couple times and you give great hugs and and you're just the the energy that you have at conventions when meeting fans. It's really infectious. So. That's so great that you can give back to the fans like that. It really is. Thank you. I'm totally grateful for the opportunity, but thank you for saying that. That that means a lot because I try. I'm often exhausted at the end of them in the best possible way because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to give as much energy as I'm getting. Zachary Shiloh at Zach Shy 130. He said, you're one of the most loved Power Rangers actresses. Mm -hmm. And what some fans don't realize is that you've had roles beyond Power Rangers and he wanted to say he loved you in Sleigh Bell's Ring and Aww. wanted and wanted to know what your favorite non-Power Rangers role that you have played is. Okay, first of all, thank you. Thank you for watching my other stuff. I don't say it lightly when I say like it means so much to me because my Ranger fans, I will always honor you and thank you mm-hmm. and honor you. And I have been really lucky to do a lot of really cool things like for those for those of you who don't know there's this website called imdb it stands for internet movie database and if you go on that and you put my name in and then you click on all filmography you can see what i've done and it it's been a really good ride and so thank you for watching and as far as other favorite things i'm gonna have to name a couple um all right i did (laughs) i did well i'm loving my the hallmark movies i'm doing now i just that sleigh bells ring was a hallmark christmas movie and I got Hallmark and a Lifetime coming out this year. And the Hallmark I'm the lead of, the Lifetime I'm the supporting lead of, but both Christmas movies, and they're so fun. And I'll be doing Home and Family on November 15th, that TV show to promote my Hallmark movie. So it's like a lot of fun times are coming up with that. And I'm so, so I just want to say shout out to my Hallmark family. I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, and those are my recent, like, really, really fun ones. But I did, a, you know, my first kind of big. Other than Power Rangers, my first kind of big series regular was on a show called Free Ride on Fox. It was very short-lived. Mm. But it was a comedy, and it was just so much fun. It was fun in so many different ways. It was improv, and it was really challenging, and half the time I felt like I didn't know what I was doing, and, and that was scary and awesome, and I grew so much, and just really, really wonderful. And then I did this project that I don't know if it ever went to Netflix. Hold on, my husband just whispered something to me from the other room. What, baby? Okay. Nine more. Oh, and I'm totally going to talk about nine more one. But I did this. this uh, <laughs> I did this two-hour pilot for German TV that they ended up turning into a movie, and we were actually in theaters in like China. We were top three movies oh, in theaters wow. in China, and yeah, it was really crazy. But it's called Fast Track, and it was about legal street driving, and it was me and three other people were the leads, and I got to learn how to stunt race, and I lived in Berlin for three months, and that was just a wicked life experience. <laughs> like, yeah, driving around stunt school in it sounds a bit like fast and the furious or something you know we definitely heard that while we were filming uh-huh uh yeah illegal street racing uh-huh <laughs> 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 but yeah 
yeah, that was like a, and still to this day, like I just officiated a wedding in Switzerland and that was, there were four of us leads, two men and two women. And the wedding I just officiated was the female lead of that movie. It was, it was such an, an incredible life experience. Um, and I got really dear friends of mine and Andrew Walker, who also does a lot of Hallmark movies. He was one of the other four leads. So that was amazing in so many ways. Um, and then Beverly Hills Chihuahua, if you guys haven't seen those movies. <laughs> One of our listeners did mention that. Yeah, if you and look, if you guys haven't seen them and you're and one night you're like, what am I gonna watch? I think they're on Netflix or Apple TV or something. And they're really cute. They're just <laughs> so cute. I had so much fun doing them. I got to be blonde for two Disney movies. You can't be mad about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was just really, 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 really fun. And then the last one I'll, I'll mention, I mean, this, there's so many different stories, like so many things I could, I could talk about. I love doing How I Met Your Mother, being Ted's sisters, like was an iconic, another mm-hmm. piece of history, you know, and I mean, so many things I could mention. Um, but the one my husband just whispered, 911, that show on Fox, I got to do such a fun guest star on one of their episodes. Oh, cool. Such a fun... I don't want to give any spoiler alerts, but I got to do um, scuba training. I got to do a big old stunt where I was lifted up in the air. I got to, they tell you in the preview, so you, you know pretty soon, like right <laughs> at the beginning, it, they, there's, it's a plane crash episode. Oh. So I got to do all this wicked work. So if you guys get a chance, watch 911. It's called Worst Day Ever is the name of the episode. And it's oh, a right. I have yeah. seen, I have seen that one. Oh, you did? Did you like yes. this? It was awesome. I like that. I like that show in general, but your episode was really good. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to have to pull this up on Hulu tonight and and watch that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. AP is right. Like the show is great, but that episode was non-stop. And you guys, I can't like Ryan Murphy is such a god around town. He gets to do whatever he wants because he's a genius and as he should. And this episode was bananas. They bought a plane just to wreck it for the episode. <laughs> they, yeah, not like they didn't, they, you know, we also went and worked in the studios cause there's lots of shows shooting. Like mm-hmm. if, if there's internal, like a, you know, inside of airplanes, they're all kind of the same. And that's because we all shoot in the same studios, but he, so we shot a bunch of like the dialogue stuff in a studio in fake planes but then all the like we're crashed in the lake and blah 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 or the water that all was a real plane he bought i was like wow ryan murphy <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they they all the pools were rented out in town so they built a quote-unquote pool but it was really like a lake up at one of the studios where they filmed westworld and stuff they it was just bananas it was oh, so wow. cool and like I said, I got what I got to scuba dive train. It was like me and Pete Krause and Oliver Stark, and we got to have like private scuba lesson. It was just so fun. It was just <laughs> a really fun life experience. <laughs> One of the more recent ones in the past few years that I remember was your guest spot on uh, Sleepy Hollow as the character uh, oh, yeah. Lena Gilbert. Yeah, that oh, talk about fun as well one of those things that you couldn't have seen coming, but was such a blast. Mm-hmm. And it's funny too, because I was on that show for years. I never had any scenes with her. So I didn't work with her or meet her when I was there. I ended up hanging out with other people on the show. Mm-hmm. And subsequently we ended up doing a movie together some years later and becoming like really dear friends. So she's a really dear friend of mine and we didn't never work together on the show, which I think is so funny. <laughs> When I asked the fan question, that was actually from one of our listeners, John, at the H-List John. And he asked, when are we getting Beverly Hills Chihuahua 4? 
You know, I think the window for that might be closed. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh... I don't want to say definitively, um, but yeah, I think I think that might be uh, done and done, done and dusted that show. <laughs> but man, I know that at some point after three, they they did kind of loosely say, "Hey, if we did it again, would you do it?" And I was like, "Yeah, but you guys might have to wig me because holy moly, <laughs> like I just because going blonde brunette, blonde brunette was like so intense. I was actually kind of I don't know if you guys have seen." some of my work from during that time or pictures i kind of went redhead for a couple years because oh okay yeah or like light brown kind of like auburn because i was so scared to go back brunette because i was like they're gonna hire me for beverly hills 12 again and i'm gonna wreck my hair so i'm just gonna <laughs> wave this out i'm gonna wave <laughs> this out <laughs> so i like wouldn't dye my hair back brunette but now i'm back brunette do you have any upcoming convention appearances that you can talk about I do. I do. I have some really fun ones. Um, so I'm supposed to leave on Thursday for Isle of Wight convention in the UK. Super excited about it. Um, a little curious to see what will happen mm-hmm. because I am filming on Wednesday and Thursday, which I, I can't wait to tell you guys what I'm filming. I'll tell you, you know, after I actually shoot it. Sure. Because uh, sometimes, you know, you, you get excited and you say things and then, and you know, to have this yeah. sound as it's crazy. Then they're like, not really. It's not going to happen. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so wait, just a beat on that one. So the Isle of Wight potentially this weekend in the UK. So if any of my UK fans are listening, if the Isle of Wight is at all accessible for you, please come. Please say hi. Give me a hug. I'd love to meet you. And then in Brazil in December... And I am over the moon to go to Brazil. My Brazilian fans have been asking for years for me to come. And I have wanted to go. And I've been invited a couple times. And it's never worked out. And this time it looks like it's going to work out. Again, depending on my filming schedule. But so far it looks like my husband and I will be there. And he's playing a festival at the same time, you guys, completely coincidentally. Not like we said to our reps. Like, is that the most crazy thing you've ever heard? That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bananas. So, yeah, so we um be doing that in December. And then, oh, in North Carolina, November 10th, I'll be going to a convention in North Carolina. So anybody in the southern states, um, please come visit me. I'd love to meet you guys over that weekend. I usually don't do this many. I only do like a couple a year mm-hmm. just because of scheduling usually. But I've got one every month for the next few months. I've got Isle of Wight this month, North Carolina in November, and then um, Brazil in December. And then potentially, hmm, Southern states, keep your eyes out. There's potentially one happening in January, but the contract isn't signed yet. So I don't want don't to say. But in the land of beignets and jazz music, keep your eyes out the first <laughs> weekend of January. It looks like I'm going to be there. <laughs> but before we let you go, we have uh, kind of a, a lightning round of questions. And actually, my wife asked this one. Oh, Teresa, she asked if time traveling was real, what time period would you want to visit? <gasps> I read this. And she said that you're awesome. So, <laughs> okay, first of all, you tell your wife, I said hi and thank you. And she's awesome. And give her a big hug for me. I will. Um, and, um, yeah, I love this question. I love this question because I never quite know how to answer because I'm like, all of them. Every, <laughs> <laughs> every, like, I'd like to visit the dinosaurs for like, you know, a day 
or less, or maybe I'll be used to it after a day, so maybe a long time. I don't know yet. Um, but like every, every time period. But what I'm always, always drawn to is like the 20s and 30s. But I'm not talking about history. I'm talking about just time periods. Mm-hmm. Um, because historically, I mean, Abraham yeah. Lincoln, um, <laughs> like, I mean, just like so many people. I could go on and on and on in history. As far as time periods, yeah, the 20s and 30s always just seem like a real sexy to like time to go back, you know, like red lipstick and a little glass of champagne and dresses. I'm like, oh, the fashion and speakeasies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Gangsters. (laughs) And I think like the twenties, thirties, forties, even just from like a fashion point of view, like everyone just looked really well-kept and cool back then, you know, (laughs) exactly my theory on it. I'm like, that's when, you know, when, when dames just like dames, although, you know, right nowadays I'm like, that's not applicable to now but i just thought i don't know it just seems like really fun to visit and then oh god i always say in my past lifetime i was uh janice joplin or like i hope i was um (laughs) you know i just would love to have been alive during the 60s and 70s and back when we were really a united nation i think i think Mm -hmm. anyway i have this whole theory that i've concocted that when jfk died or kind of like us being one nation and believing in one voice and kind of being united really um went went with him and Mm. so i would love to have been around in that era when when we all just got along and and also when we were fighting for something you know it was a a terrible time of war and and things but people were really active and i don't know it just and like hippies and i know i got real deep there for a second i got got real real. i got real real sorry about that I, i do that sometimes um but yeah, I just would love to like be around during the hippie age and see all the amazing musical acts that I still listen to all the time. I want to give you a chance to maybe promote some of the, the charitable work that you're doing because mm-hmm. I, I know it's really important to you. And I just want to let our listeners know about maybe something that they can give to or, or give back to to help support that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, actually, yes. So my husband, well, first of all, right now, kind of my focus is on voting i don't know if you've seen my social media i'm like vote yes. vote 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 register to vote are you registered mm-hmm. because and and yes i have very strong personal beliefs but i also the biggest thing i believe is that you use your power and mm-hmm. your opportunity you have to use your voice and have it be heard and and do whatever you can with it so right now in this current time that's kind of what, where my focus is right now mentally and emotionally but my heart always or for the last few years has been and will continue to be. And I'm simultaneously fundraising for that is um, my husband and I over the last couple of years have been working with this amazing organization called build on and they build schools all over the world. And they mm. work with kids in inner city school programs here in America and programs after school programs in, you know, just all over. And their whole mission is to combat global poverty from the base root of education. So, it is about schools and communities, and it's also a bigger issue in the world, you know, because yeah. because so many, it's it's systemic. So many things come mm-hmm. from lack of education, and um, you know, every parent wants better for their child, and every generation wants the generation next to have better than they did. And so, if you can go on um, my social media right now, it's vote.org, but after November six, I'll probably put back on build on um, <laughs> <laughs> and look and just look it up. It's it's all the money goes to the schools. We've gone out and in January we build a school in Nepal. In July, we built a school in Malawi. Um, we're almost done fundraising to send 10 kids uh, from the Bronx in, in one of the build-on after-school programs 
to Haiti to build a school. We're not going on that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's been, that's also been what's been going on in, you know, our lives this year is a lot of travel for these schools because we we wanted to do it for our anniversary, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, put something good in the world for our anniversary. And so, yeah, so that's it. So build on, build on, build on. If you get a chance to look it up, because I, like I said, I started volunteering years and years ago with Rangers and this is the most, to me, the, and I, I, love charity work so do i do whatever i can with all all different organizations but this is the one that really makes the most impact oh my god is everybody asleep wake up you guys no, no, i'm no. sorry it was so boring because <laughs> um, <laughs> i got really like blah 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 <laughs> it's good work and i think it's something that anyone can do and i've done some volunteer work and when i do that it just makes me feel good Doesn't as it? a person and just putting that energy back into the world yeah, and it's so easy to do. And honestly, if anybody has any questions or or wants to, you know, get inspired, I have I have a another charity group that I work with here in LA that I co-founded with a really dear girlfriend of mine. And we do different volunteer days around town. So if you have any questions, it's called charitable living. Reach out to me through that and I'll give you mm-hmm. my advice on what to do locally. It's you know, you can Google and you can make such a difference in your communities, which I think it's so important to think globally because we're all global citizens, but yes. it's, it's really important also to think about your community. So yeah, if there's anything out there that inspires you and for me, it's education. Cause my mom was a school teacher. She just retired, but I mean, for longer than I've been alive, you know, since I was a, a, a glint in her eye <laughs> and, um, and my, my husband's mom was a school teacher. So we are very, very passionate about education. And, um, cause like I said, cause it's not, just about the schools themselves, which yes, it is, but it's about a lot of, a lot of Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. And going back to voting, I'm actually going to be out of the country November 6th. So I actually cast uh, an absentee ballot and already sent that in last (laughs) week. So yeah, it was the first time I did an absentee ballot. So yeah. Yeah. Yay, Eric. Yay. And yeah, that's, (laughs) that's the thing too. Anybody listening, if you're going to be out of town, or mm-hmm. you just think there's no way my, my work, I can't get there during polling hours, look into doing an absentee ballot. ballot. Um, it's a little close to time, but you, every state is different. You might be able mm-hmm. to do it. Take Eric's amazing lead. Do as he does. <laughs> <laughs> so where can your fans find you online? Any social media, website? Oh, yes, definitely. You know, my social media, I think it's all the Aaron Cahill. Insta, Facebook, Twitter, try and find me at the Aaron Cahill and uh, you should be able to find me pretty easily. Yeah. I think that's the end of that story. Basically just use Google and there she is. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if there's, if there's something you don't follow me on, go for it because it changes, you know, I'll post certain things on one thing or Karen who runs my Facebook is absolutely amazing. So there are things that end up there that, you know, don't end up on my other social media. So, you know, keep your eyes out if you're depending on which one you do the most and and come find me, come say hi. I'm very good about Twitter and Facebook. Karen really does and and helps with that. And I obviously do contribute things, but I really, really read all my Insta comments. And sometimes I'll read them and not even like them. So it's hard to tell, but I, but I, (laughs) because I'll be scrolling through and I'll see them all. But from the bottom of my heart, I read all my Insta comments. So if you ever want to know that I hear you and I see you, then comment on the Insta. All right. All righty. Aaron, this has been so amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh my God. You guys, seriously, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for 
the great questions. Thank you for being so much fun. Like you guys were fun. I oh, feel like thank I was, you. Oh, thank I, you. I was very official in my um, answering. <laughs> uh, so, so thank you. And and I just want to say, as always, Karen, she, you know, like the um the Wayne's World. I'm not worthy. <laughs> like that is how I feel about Karen. So I'm I'm doing that motion right now as I'm talking. And all my fans, really, really, each and every one of you, I, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm thankful for you. Thank you for being on this ride with me. I, I'm. I can't wait to keep growing with you and and learning and and seeing where life takes us all. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Aaron. Aw, thanks, thank you guys. Take thank care. You. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Remember, Rangers, you are not alone. You have each other. Don't forget, the future is unknown. I will see you all again soon. Good luck, Rangers. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph, and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is Truckee B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks. This has been another great presentation by the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can find more information at foureyedradio.com.